You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, welcome back from that quick break. Uh, and Nick, the Broncos are on a winning streak, Nick. Uh, if, if you if you believe in, in one-game winning streaks, which around here, you might as well, because um, we have not seen them have a two-game winning streak all season, have we? Oh, wait, did they beat did they beat the Texans and 49ers in back-to-back weeks? Yes, they did. So they did have a two-game winning streak. Yeah, and, but it uh, seems so long ago, though. It does. It feels like a year ago. Um, it feels like like last season that that happened. Uh, and, and and I still laugh about that 49ers game because you look at the 49ers now uh, and they look like one of the best teams in the NFL. And uh, if it wasn't for Dr- Jimmy Garoppolo running out of bounds, uh, running out of the back of the end zone, I don't know if the Broncos win that game. Because uh, I think they – what was the final score? Like 11 to 10 or whatever. Something like that. Very, high, very low scoring. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, the Broncos have a chance, Nick, this week to get uh, on a two-game winning streak. Um, and uh, I do want to ask you, though, Nick, because you brought this to my attention, and I want to hear your perspective because I have, I think I have a different opinion. Uh, but is there any pros or cons? What are the pros and cons of, of being on a one-game winning streak? Well, here are the cons, uh, first and foremost. Uh, now I'm seeming like I'm starting off negative, but uh, let's, let's, be, let's be realistic about the situation. You mentioned the Broncos haven't had a two-game winning streak since they beat the Texans and San Francisco in back-to-back games, but that seems so uh, far ago, even though it was early on in the season. But what happens with that is that this team has been desperate for a win. We've seen it week in and week out, frustrations on the players' part, frustration on the, uh, the the fans and the coaches, but now they, they win a game. And yeah, it was against Arizona Cardinals, but the win is a win is a win. And sometimes, I mean, we, we as people and, and as players, we can become complacent, right? So the idea is that you had all these weeks of just struggling and then all of a sudden you went, you, you win a game and it's like, yes, it's high fives in the locker room. Everyone is happy. Everyone is celebrating, right? And everyone's driving home and, and everyone's uh, eating good food and you don't have to worry about going to uh, these little side places to, to eat that uh, are not really uh, according to your diet. So that's what I'm worried about. And then the fact that, you know, we're running into the, the holidays and family's going to be in town. You have all those things. And sometimes as a player, I mean, you can fall right into a rut, like, like, it, like instantly fall into a rut. So for me, that's kind of one of the cons. Guys falling back on, the laurels thinking, okay, hey, listen, we won the game. Woo! Now we got that 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 off our back. But here are the pros, if I could, really quickly. Now, the pros is that, hey, this team has really rallied behind one another. They stayed together, even though uh, there were a lot of negative things that were said out there about them trying to divide that locker room. And they have stayed together this entire time. 
And because they've lost some games and they finally won one, now they can say, look, look at what we were able to do. We came back and we rallied in the second half against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, we were at, at home. We were playing against the Arizona Cardinals, but we rallied to in the second half. If we can continue to do that and start off how we finish, I mean, we may have a great outing against Baker in the Rams and might blow them out. And then we have our second win of the season. And when you get that second win, well, you start talking about George, you talk about that third win. So those are the pros and cons for me. But you tell me what you think. Well, I don't think there's any cons, Nick. That's my hot take. I don't think there's any cons because this team has been to the bottom of the barrel. Uh, they have hit rock bottom. It seems like every week they find a new rock bottom. Uh, so winning a game, I think there's only positives. And I, I, I get what you're saying is, is the concern of falling back into – uh, you know, so, you know, celebrating too much or, or being too high on, on a win, especially a win that, uh, like you said, comes against a team that is, you know, pretty much surrendered, kind of a, a, a and a bad, a bad uh, Cardinals team. But I think I, I've seen enough from this team that I don't think they'll take it that way. I, I think that they were obviously very happy on Sunday, um, but even guys in the locker room after the game were saying, "Yeah, it's it's you know, it's that twenty four hour rule, right?" Uh, back to work the next day and you could he even hear it in Hackett's voice uh, yesterday talking on Monday about the game uh, that there's still a lot to improve and a lot of stuff that they want to get done and I think the one thing Nick that will keep them from being complacent with that win is you've got jobs on the line these next three weeks and winning football games is the one thing that could probably keep your job and that's the coaching staff and that's also football players, right? That's also, guys, you and I have talked about it. There's a lot of players on this team in contract years, right? Uh, there's a lot of young guys starting to play football that want to be back on this team next year. So I think that that's the part for me that if if you're winning games, that's the pro, right, is, is what you said and trying to build momentum. Let's see if we can beat the Rams, right, uh, a team that they probably should beat. Uh, I watched that Packers game last night, and I think the Broncos are a better team right now than the Los Angeles Rams. And then you turn around, right, and you play the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's a big task. But if you go in there and you're on a two-game winning streak, and I know it's only two games, but I would feel like the confidence would be really high going into Kansas City. And all of a sudden you're playing spoiler, right, these last two weeks. Uh, and I would assume that, again, the confidence would be really high. Uh, and so I, I don't know if there's a, a ton of cons in my opinion, Nick. I, I think that it's only pros for me. And, and again, when you talk about jobs on the line, uh, I don't think there's any room to be complacent after a win that really, you know, yes, it was a nice win, but I think they also know the reality is uh, they didn't play a very good football team and uh, they still have, you know, some stuff that they want to prove this year. And if they can beat the Rams, uh, then, you know, all of a sudden it, it, they prove a little bit more. And if they can really win the last two games in the year uh, against the Chiefs and the Chargers, that would be, um, again, doesn't save the season, obviously, but uh, it, it makes you feel a lot better. Okay, George, I get all of that. And, and once again, I, I'm not trying to be uh, a Debbie Downer here, but uh, I mean, but yeah. say, Nick, I'm I'm typically the Debbie Downer. You're you, we're we're flipping roles here. No, I'm I'm just trying to be uh, uh, realistic about the situation because I mean, you just mentioned the fact that the Broncos have a couple of young players on this team, and earlier this week. You know, Coach Hackett, when asked about Luke Wattenberg and how well that he played, I mean, he, he was singing his praises. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, Coach. Hey, I, I know we have to make sure we start to build our players up. But I think you're building them up 
way too much because, yeah, we all saw the game and Luke Weidenberg had to come in, but he wasn't extraordinary. I mean, you talked about, hey, you know, him blocking J.J. Wide and all of that. It's like, no, 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 coach. That didn't really happen that way. So once again, you get a guy like Luke Weidenberg, right? Let's just let's highlight him for just a second. Now they go out, the coach is singing your praises the day after. Uh, you're celebrating a victory. Yes, victory Monday. Yay. And then now all of a sudden you go in the game against the Rams knowing as though, guess what? There is no Aaron Donald. He's going to the Pro Bowl, but there's no Aaron Donald playing in this particular game. Does he go out there and rest on his laurels and play like he's played over the past two weeks? These are my concerns. This is why I say, well, they, they, the, the cons when we were in the, against pros may be 80-20, uh, maybe. Let's just say it's 80-20. But this is what I've seen happen with teams that have been in this situation. And I've been on teams like this, whether it was at NFL Europe, uh, in the CFL, even in the NFL, where you've been wanting and you've been working so hard to get a W, you finally get that W. And then not everyone is working on the same plane that got them that W. It is something that happens. It's called complacency. And are you going to tell me, George Stoyer, that all of a sudden, after victory and the coach singing your praise that we're going to see a different Luke Wattenberg in the game against the Rams. I know you're not telling me that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so, Nick, but I, I don't think it's a bad thing to to build his confidence up a little bit because I'm sure it was the lowest it could be a week ago. Um, and they're going to have to rely on him to play probably going forward a little bit. So if, I, I think my argument, Nick, is not that there's no cons. I just choose to believe that they're not going to let the cons get to them, if that makes sense. Right. Like, I understand everything that you're saying um, and, and being complacent and, you know, young guys. Uh, you know, being too high on this. But I also choose to believe that a lot of these young guys, Nick, you know, played for programs that are used to winning. And now that they have a taste of winning, they're going to take that taste of winning and they're going to try and replicate it each week uh, instead of falling back into, oh, well, we want a game, you know, uh, who cares? Or I guess not who cares, but, you know, let's uh, let's just celebrate this week or whatever. Like, I, I think that there's a lot of guys on this football team that were desperate for winning, and now that they 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 feel it again, uh, they want to replicate it this week. So I mean, again, I I don't know Luke Wattenberg. That's one guy, um, and he might be like, this is going to sound really harsh, but he might be the worst guy uh, like that's playing right now. Um, you said it. You said it. You said it. I know. I I, I did say it, but like you, I mean, he, he just is not played great. Um, but. I'm sure there's still people telling him while Hackett may come out and, and it may, may be sunshine and flowers uh, for Luke Wattenberg. I'm sure there's people still in that building saying, Hey man, you gotta, you gotta play better uh, including his own teammates. I'm sure. So I, I, I and, and I, I also want to say Luke Wattenberg, he's played like four different positions, uh, which I, I would assume is a very hard thing to do as an, a rookie offensive lineman. And I think he's totally undersized. He's got to get, uh, more physical and bigger this off season, but um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know, Nick. I I but I don't you think that some of these young guys, when you talk about 
um, some of some of the places that they played college ball at, uh, they're not used to losing games. So I feel like a lot of them will take this win and, and you know, again, want to replicate it. It's interesting that you talk about, you know, winning in college football and, and how it, it translates to the NFL. I mean, that, that's kind of the, the obvious you think, but it doesn't always work out that way. How many guys have you seen playing at play at uh, top power five schools and they did nothing but just win? And then all of a sudden they come to the NFL uh, a la back in the day, uh, not too long ago in, in Cleveland, when they just lost, lost, lost. And they started drafting all these players at the University of Miami, guys with, you know, great ped- pedigree as far as winning. But, yeah, they too got used to it. And Jeremiah Jones, what did we hear from him early on in the season? I went to the Ohio State. I am not used to losing these types of games. So we know it happens, but this is where it comes down to coaching and being able to try to fire up your guys and, and get them going, which reminds me of something. At one point, you used to coach, right? How was it that uh, you handled that situation, and how did you deal with a player that might have been struggling? And because we know Coach Hackett, he's praising him. Hey, you know, he did a great job against, you know, one of the finer, you know, interior pass rushes in the league. How would a, a guy like George Storia handle that situation? Well, Nick, I, you know, I coached uh, powder puff football back in high school. So some time ago, uh, so maybe my philosophies have changed uh, over time if I could redo it. But uh, one, we weren't very good. Our team was terrible. I want to I want to preface by saying, you know, when you coach powder puff football and you coach them by class. So each year our class had the worst athletes of the group uh, and the girls would agree with that. You could ask them. Uh, we had we had girl we were going up against girls Nick that went on to play Division one soccer at places like Michigan Notre Dame uh, places like that uh, D D one like they had like nine D one soccer girls uh, they had one girl Nick that could throw the ball fifty yards down the field like she had a wow. cannon for an Impressive. arm yeah and we did not win a single year Nick we did not win a game every we we played one game every single year and uh, freshman year you play the junior sophomore you play the seniors. And then junior, freshman, senior, uh, sophomores, and we did not win a game. I was the head coach all four years, zero and four, and uh, so maybe that's on me. But I got mad at the girls. I made a couple girls cry. Uh, the girls that weren't any good didn't get in the game, and they complained to me. So, for example, if Luke Wattenberg came to me and said, "Coach, I want to get in the game," I would have said, "Sorry, you're not any good. Uh, you're not getting in the game." So that's how I handled it, Nick. Uh... Um, which is maybe the wrong way. I don't know. Maybe Nathaniel, maybe I can learn something from Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe I can learn something from Nathaniel Hackett, Nick. Uh, but that's how I handled it. Wow. Georgie Porgy just making everyone cry. I, I, I really can't uh, believe that. Now, I know sometimes, you know, you may not be the, the most positive person all the time, but I, I can't believe that you, you would go that far. And once again, you were the coach, right? How much was it on those uh, powder foot puff girls when you were the coach for four years, George? Come on, man. Well, it was on them a lot because they weren't any good. I mean, that was the problem is you looked out there on our team. There's, you know, 15 girls on the team or 20 girls on the team or whatever. Not a single one of them were a starter on any of the varsity sports. And we were going up against girls every single year. Even when, when we played the freshmen as juniors, we were playing girls that were like starting on the varsity basketball or soccer team or softball or whatever. And it's like, where, where are all the girls in our class? Like none of them were any good at sports. And so I had all these girls up there that just 
they didn't they weren't very good at sports and and we were terrible at powder puff football so i i blame the players the coaching was <laughs> the coaching was great uh but the oh, players wow. just, we needed we needed a we needed to draft some players or something we needed some transfers or or whatever but also you know that was 16 year old george i feel like i've changed i'd be a better coach today than i was you know back then maybe that's nathaniel hackett maybe i'm nathaniel hackett uh you know maybe he needs uh, a few years and then he can come back and try it again well i don't know about that uh <laughs> one thing's for sure that 16 year old george story man uh, he needs a, a firm talking to yeah, I, I'm sure my dad would agree. Uh, but Nick, we got we got to take a break, uh, and we will get back to uh, some Broncos football uh, in our last segment. Uh, instead of me babbling on about how bad our powder puff uh, football team was, I I still get mad. I mean, I mean, I w- I would get angry during the games, Nick. So I, I still get mad thinking about uh, never winning a game as a as a head coach. But anyways, we'll take a break and then we'll dive back into into some Broncos stuff. <laughs> 